Hi, I'm Danny. And I'm Bailey. And I just have one question. Are they there yet? Probably not. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> um, if there, you mean by Alabama, and by they, you mean by we, then yes. Yes, we are there yet. We are not physically there, but we are there in spirit. In spirits, in cryptids. And we're talking about cryptids today. <laughs> yes. I love a segue. Yep. If you didn't listen to our intro episode, which you probably didn't, then it's okay. You're not going <laughs> to offend us. Um, we are Danny and Bailey, and we are running through each of the states talking about each of their cryptids. Um, season one is cryptids anyway. We will go back and um, back through the states on different topics um, as we continue with the podcast. But today is episode one. The first in the alphabet is Alabama. And so we are talking about Alabama's very own cryptids. The, the sweet state, sweet home Alabama, if you will. Sweet. And their sweet home cryptids. Their sweet home spooks. So... Yeah, <laughs> so um, I believe my cryptid is is first today. Let's just jump mm-hmm. into it. We're just gonna get into it, okay? We we are we literally just five seconds ago recorded our intro episode, so we're already on a roll today. So, cryptid number one: Alabama's very own Hug and Molly. Now, Hug and Molly might seem pleasant by the name. But unfortunately, is anything but. Hug <laughs> uh, and Molly resides in the the one, the only Abbeville, Alabama. Have you ever heard of Abbeville? Ab- Abbeville, Abbe, Ab, Ab- huh? Abbeville, I, Alabama. I have not, but none of us have uh, lived in Alabama, so I don't think it surprises me that I have not heard of it. I feel like not many people have heard of Abbeville, Alabama, uh, but they are sure incredibly proud of this cryptid. Um, you know, you know, like the the classic cryptids, like like Bigfoot and Mothman. You know how like Mothman's town is like Mothman town, and they have like a whole thing going for them. Yep. Abbeville is like a small version of that. Okay, so Abbeville really goes hard on this hug and Molly thing. One of my favorite things that I've seen is that they like when you enter their town, their little um, like welcome to sign is welcome to Abbeville, home of Hug and Molly, and it's a little picture. I, I, we could definitely include this somewhere, maybe on the Instagram, first Instagram post. Uh, yeah, can. check the Instagram after all of our episodes. Yeah. We should be trying to post photos or drawings or something related to the cryptids we talk about. Exactly. So this thing, I'm going to describe it very vaguely because I'm bad at descriptions. It's a little like silhouette picture of a tall cloaked witch woman chasing a small screaming boy. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I think that's incredibly fun. I'm listening. Yeah. So, okay. This this is a story, like many, that was used to manipulate young children <laughs> to not be outside after they should be. Okay. So there are there are a lot of cryptids that are used in this way. And there is no telling if Hug and Molly came before the child manipulation or if the child manipulation came before Hug and Molly. You know? So Hug and Molly is a woman she is typically described to be seven feet tall 
terrifying but also hot (laughs) (laughs) a tall sexy lady and she wears all black (laughs) cloak all the way to the ground cloaked in all black hair is crazy and uh there are she is sometimes described as a witch and sometimes described as just like a spirit or a ghost of someone. So that's kind of iffy. Um, I like to think uh, Paul Sexy Witch personally, but you can have your own image of Hug and Molly if you so happen to want that. So uh, there are two different like lores and they don't really go into depth. I watched, uh, and we'll of course put this in the show notes, but I watched a little documentary type thing by this YouTube channel. Uh, I'll plug them, why not? Uh, I think it was Two Eggs TV. And they did a little story on Hug and Molly. And okay. they were they were there. I'm not there. They were there. So, and I watched that. And their version that they talked about was uh, that she is a late mother who lost her infant and she's kind of dealing with that loss and another version is that she was a professor at the former southeast alabama agricultural school and she's just trying to prevent like college students from being out late at night or kids from being out late at night well that's wholesome oddly it is kind of wholesome. yeah she's she's a little bit wholesome i kind of feel bad for hug and molly so here's what okay Here's what I want her does. to be a professor. I think that's I think that's the more fun side. I know that one's that one's pretty cute. The other one's kind of just like somber, a little bit fucking sad. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, she lost her baby and then fucking died. And now she just hugs kids. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm like, we're like just out of college, but I like the idea of her being a professor. Yeah, just more. a sweet little professor. Yeah. Well, so I'm imagining Chris. Oh. <laughs> Chris just hanging out. <laughs> That's so, so what she does is uh it's kind of wholesome but also kind of horrifying is essentially if there's a kiddo out too late at night she walks up behind them wraps them in a big old tight bear hug seven foot lady wraps them in a big old tight bear hug which is like precious right except for um startling in their ear eh, i'm out as loud as possible <laughs> not into that yeah, so just a little cute little whispery scream right in their ear. So yeah, that so the the lore about her being a mother is kind of like, you know, she's dealing with that grief by hugging the local children and screaming in agony about her mm-hmm. loss. Um, the Alabama, the Alabama Agricultural School professor, not sure why the professor is screaming <laughs> in kids' ears. Yeah, that's a little concerning. Yeah. So, who hurt her? I I know, you know, like if it's a if it, okay, if it's a professor, what's your deal, man? I know. <laughs> like, what's going on with you? But yeah, so there are, believe it or not, not a lot of sightings of the actual Hug and Molly. Uh, it's mainly again just like a story to keep kids inside. But there is one. <laughs> it's actually not an Alabama story. It's a Louisiana story. So that's fun. I live in Louisiana currently. She travels. She travels. She's a cultured woman. So she's got those sky miles, man. (laughs) So Hug and Molly. She 
ended up in Baton Rouge somehow, except for it was not the real Hug and Molly, unfortunately, in the flesh. Um, there was reports of Hug and Molly sightings all over a campus in Baton Rouge. But all of the people who had these reports happened to be young, attractive women. You might be able to see where this is going. So, of course, they, they were being, you know, hugged and screamed at, essentially. Hugged tightly around their, their, their waistlines mm-hmm. and, and grabbed in the middle of the street. So it turns out this was not uh, the one, the only Hug and Molly, but it was, in fact, a very creepy guy who was going around assaulting women and pretending to be Hug and Molly. That so, isn't fun. <laughs> I don't like yeah. that. So those are the only sightings that <laughs> I was able to find. And yeah, it was just that one that one guy, that one bro dude, um, you know, committing assault on a bunch of women. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any theories? So we know, so we think it's just kind of like a the boogeyman type yeah i think more than anything yeah i think it's just like a fun little lesson for kids to grow up and be like oh it's hug and molly they also um in in abbeville they have uh because you know it's it's one of them towns they have hug and molly the restaurant it's Mm. like a southern type of place and it has like hug and molly themed things so that's fun and it's definitely they're playing it up uh you know capitalism gotta hate it and they they're playing it up for that money for those those tourists who are all flocking to abbeville alabama (laughs) Uh, but yeah i i personally my favorite theories would be that she's actually a witch because i love a good witch and i i love the idea that she's an actual witch just going around spooking the local kids i think that's fun so, yeah. She's been around for a while then. What, do you know when she kind of first appeared or do we? She's just always, always, She's been, always around. been around. There was, there was a guy, um, the guy who I, I should have looked up his name. I'll probably put it in the show notes. Uh, but he's the one who like owns the restaurant. And he was like, yeah, I mean, I, I heard of Hug and Molly when I was a kid. And my parents said that they saw her and they were hugged by Hug and Molly. So I just believed them. And, <laughs> you know, okay. So it's it's generational, passed down. Okay. So mine is a little bit more recent, I guess. Um, so I'm going to start it with, um, she's beauty, she's grace, she's part wolf. <laughs> hot as well. Yeah, hot. Um, <laughs> um, so on the evening of April second 1971 um, which is a friday mind you um there was a couple like brothers kind of just wandering around um, a vacant lot this is the 70s i think they were seven and nine respectively um and you know it's the weekend what are you gonna do other than go like hang around the vacant lot smoke weed in the vacant lot well they're seven but yeah (laughs) smoke weed in the vacant lot (laughs) all those seven-year-old potheads going around yeah exactly so it's a friday and these boys i'm sure were like um they kind of have those rules of like just be back before dark right it was the 70s just be back before dark you're fine don't worry about it 
come home eventually we won't call the police yeah yeah as long as you're back before the next morning we won't put a missing persons report out probably probably maybe um so it was starting to get dark um i'm sure they had the rule be home before dark um so they're just getting ready to leave this vacant lot when they hear like a rustling in the like bushes kind of like near the lot and so they stop and they are like trying to figure out what is like coming out of the bushes um and what would kind of crawl out um terrified them um so the boys claim that it was a giant wolf the size of a pony (laughs) which to me isn't that big (laughs) is it like a like a miniature pony (laughs) that's what it's in my mind so like a pony pony's not that big um but the size of it was not like the weirdest thing about this dog or wolf or canine that they were seeing um no this um this creature this this, uh, dog had the head and face of a woman you know, that's not the part I imagine being woman, gonna be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she had the head and face of a woman. Now, we should say, I didn't say this um, going into it. This is, we're, we're placing ourselves in Alabama. We're going to Mobile, except we're going right outside of Mobile to the suburb of Plateau and Port City. Um, it's kind of where we're going to be hanging out for a little bit. <laughs> I threw my cat, sorry. I didn't throw her. She got gently tossed behind me. I, I as me as your witness he no cats were harmed in the making of this podcast so Mm-mm. um so yeah um they're in plateau and they're seeing this wolf woman question mark um so they obviously their kids we're gonna run back home it's dark it's getting dark we've seen something scary we're gonna run for our lives we're gonna go home we're gonna tell our parents that's what i would do Oh my god, I saw this half woman, half dog. Yeah. I saw this half woman, half dog. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. And of course my parents are going to laugh in my face and tell me that like I didn't see anything. There was nothing in there. How do you know it wasn't just a very hairy lady? Exactly. Um, so of course their parents just kind of brushed it off. Um, and by the end of the weekend, they had kind of just figured that like, okay, we didn't actually see anything. Um And then the calls started coming in. The calls? The calls. Um, But there was also an article published around this time as well. Um, So between the cities of Port City and Plateau, um, there were around 50 calls made um, to partially the local newspaper and partially um, the local, like, law enforcement, all describing a half woman half canine half wolf half something um 50 calls in about a week that feels a little excessive that's a that's a, at least more calls than i get yeah yeah i don't get that many calls um some claim to have been chased by this creature others oh, just kind don't. of saw her appear um, a famous witness description um, called her pretty and hairy. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for two weeks, these calls were coming in and sightings were being reported. Um, 
for two weeks she was just kind of there terrorizing the city um and then she vanished never never to be seen again where'd she go i don't know so that's kind of the story surrounding the wolf woman um but now i kind of want to get to like some of the facts some of like a little bit more information on this case i guess you want to call it a case and i say facts loosely um sources were similar between a couple of the things i could find there's um an article on like the alabama um website like the statealabama.com or al.com um is where i found some information and there was a couple of like blog posts um linked from reddit that kind of all kind of gave the same information so i want to point out um some of the dates first so august 2nd was the first kind of sighting that we saw um and we believe that the last sighting was not that i have been saying august yes it's april (laughs) (laughs) i think i just said august right there but i think i feel i feel like i started with april it's april i'm so sorry y'all it's april (laughs) (laughs) gonna be honest i don't remember the past so you're good in my eyes (laughs) april um so the first sighting was april second and then the last what i said please tell me it was a full moon (laughs) um and then the last sighting we believe was around april 17th the day of the highest activity and the most calls um came on april 10th um which was a full moon fuck yes (laughs) um where several people claimed to have seen her or heard like a blood curdling howl in the woods i love a woods howl oh yes um note that this had been happening like the reports have been coming in for a couple days and it was a full moon so imaginations were kind of running high um the the group what is it mass hysteria kind of situation kind of also there are a bunch of teens in the area so they could have just been getting in on the joke and um, doing some howling of their own (laughs) that was a good one (laughs) Um, there was also some inconsistent um, reports on the size of this woman Um, some yeah pony size for the boys Um, some say that she was like the largest creature like wolf that they've ever seen like unnaturally large while some say she was no bigger than a German shepherd (laughs) that's not very scary no not really um and one um, ex-military claimed that she was um the size of a mountain lion but definitely much more canine like now that's a good description i like that yeah i know stuff i think i believe him yeah um so obviously something was happening in this community um for about two weeks everyone was seeing something or believed that they were seeing something but what could it have been let's get into it i'm gonna flip paper because i'm old school and i wrote all of these on paper (laughs) (laughs) so let's get into it um one of the most common theories at the time of this happening um was that this was an escaped um circus performer uh-huh. oh that was yeah. fun I yeah. like that. Um, so people believed that this was some sort of escaped circus performer however there was no like 
talk of any circus like boasting a wolf woman as part of their acts so i don't really know where that came from and even if it was an escape circus performer that doesn't really explain what she is or what what she was yeah we're like what like okay she was in the circus but what's up with her what is she what's going on here um remember how i said that the first sighting was april 2nd we'll know what it was april um we all know what april 1st is so some believe Mm -hmm. this may have just been like a elaborate april fool's day joke Mm -hmm. um made by some random teenagers um it is of note that april 9th there was a film entitled the mephisto i'm not gonna be able to say this the mephisto waltz i believe is what it's called yeah um april 9th 1971 um would, would have been its release date um but it did feature a scene in which a woman walks a very large black dog that has a human head excuse the fuck out of me <laughs> it's a it's like a mask sort of situation oh. um but like yeah the the dog does have like a human head on it and while the sightings began before the movie was released that doesn't mean there wasn't trailers and or posters kind of featuring the scene that like a teen could have taken advantage of to like play this joke on their community could have been a publicity stunt even yeah i don't know why you would have done it there i don't think that's where the film is set i don't know how heavy the marketing was there but it is of note that this was kind of happening around the same time I'll just have you know that each image I have of a dog with human head gets more and more terrifying in my head. Oh, so so the article that was published, like, included, like, an artist rendering of her. So I... Can that be on the Instagram? (laughs) Yes, it is kind of terrifying, and I hate looking at it, but, like, there was an artist rendition of what she looked like. I just, every time you hear of, like, a werewolf situation, it's, like, wolf head, human body, and Mm, some of the wolf body... (laughs) <laughs> just a human head it just malfunctions every time i think wolf body human head yes it, that sounds which makes this very interesting for like werewolf lore yeah yeah it does um so going back to this like idea that it was a prank and it could have been just a dog or multiple dogs because of the variation in size i don't really know um wearing a mask head one of the last reported sightings, or really the last believed sightings, when it occurred on April 17th, this was a man and, a, uh, and his wife, mostly his wife speaking. Um, they were driving along like a dark road when they had to like stop their car because something was crossing the road. Um, she described it as a big old damn boar. Mm. That's kind of what it looked like. But its eyes kind of glowed in the headlights. A fun fact about pigs and swine, their eyes are not reflective. So there was no way that it was a boar. And she claims it wasn't was, wasn't a boar. Well, her first thought may have been like a boar. She knew it wasn't. She was like, I know what they look like. And that's not, that's not what it was. So if this really was like a prank being played, my cat is going to throw this off. Um, if this was like a prank being played, I don't think the eyes of an animal could have gone through like a mask like that. Yeah, that's true. 
So how would eyes reflective if like if it's wearing a mask? Yeah, specifically the eyes, because even like you know, this is the seventies, right? Mm-hmm. They they don't have that good good technology of like you know figuring out how to how to make like a mask that has eyes that are reflective. Because you know the mask itself, seventies masks, I'm sure they're they're quite plasticky and, mm-hmm. and themselves, so it wouldn't make a lot of sense, would it? So the third theory. Um, is that this was a feral child or feral woman child (laughs) potentially we don't believe that feral like people live that long so yeah i guess so yeah so there have been like a few instances of children supposedly being raised by wild animals like wolves that take on kind of this characteristic of these animals like walk like them kind of hunt like them act like them because that's how they were raised um but i also don't know if this half wolf description would have come from a feral child like clearly human yeah because they don't take on the physical attributes they just take on like the the vibe (laughs) exactly Mm -hmm. and she was very obviously described as like a wolf body and the only like human thing about her was like her face and her head so I don't think I don't think that's I don't think that's it either. No. Um, so the final theory is my least favorite, mostly because not because I don't think it's believable. I think it's because I think it is the most believable, and it terrifies me. The dog. Uh, flesh pedestrians. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's a good disclaimer. For those who don't know, so there are certain there are certain things, and their names have power, and we prefer to not speak that into existence. Yes. So flesh pedestrian is not the the technical term. I'm not saying it. Know. Yes. And I'm I'm not taking the chances personally, so Mm-mm. I'm at least a tad superstitious. I feel as though I'm even a tad more superstitious than Bailey might be. I hate it and I really didn't do as much research as I probably should have on this like theory because it like it terrified me. I hate the idea of it. Yeah. Um, so weird. Oh, oh, eh, bit creepy. <laughs> um so that's kind of like that was kind of the final theory and if you know what I'm talking about, you know kind of like why that would be uh, what the fuck did she just do? There was a crashing noise behind me. <laughs> How, we'll get back to that um, so yeah that's terrifying if you know what they are um, I want to say it is Navajo kind of where that legend comes from mm-hmm. do we need to pause to look that up real fast that's exactly what I'm doing <laughs> yeah I believe it's Navajo because I started to look into it because one of the sources that I was looking at claimed that it is taboo for them to take on the pelt of a coyote or a wolf so i tried to look into that but i don't think that's true because i feel like everything i was looking at said that they most often take the form of a coyote or a wolf yeah i know that like the place that they're like the place that has the most of those kind of legends cryptids is like the appalachian appalachian trail mm-hmm. and that yeah i feel like i saw navajo when i was doing the research if it's not please like correct us and maybe i'll put it in the show notes or like a note at the end 
a word I'm actually is. A Wikipedia article that has the Navajo pronunciation of like the the actual. Yes. So that would make sense. Yeah. It, and some of these say rooted in Native American folklore. So it is for sure rooted in Native American folklore. I thought specifically the Navajo tribe. Tribe. Navajo people. Yeah. So yeah, that was kind of the final theory. But yeah, that's horrifying. Oh yeah, I'm I, I'm aware. <laughs> I don't I don't even want to think about it. That's yeah, probably that's the most real okay, other people are gonna make fun of us, but that's the most realistic one, to be honest. Yeah. So and I hate that. No they I'm gonna have to sleep with the lights, so we're recording this at night. Oh yeah, and we always will. That's the that's the fun thing is that I don't think we'll ever find like a morning to record. So no, we got the spooky vibes. I feel like the there will definitely be a difference. Like you have someone like, sleeping in your house with you though. This is true. I do sleep next to a person and a dog and a baby. So I sleep with my cat who's gonna terrorize me at night, <laughs> and and nothing else. Your cat's gonna make you think that there's something in your room. Oh my god. <laughs> It. I hate it. That's so spooky. That's why I really didn't do that much research because I was doing some of my research at night and I got yeah. to that point and I was like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I feel like Which... as time goes on, we'll get less spooked, maybe. Probably I not. So. <laughs> I think it just kind of depends on like what it is. Bigfoot doesn't scare me. Oh yeah, no. Bigfoot's a bro. Um, Alaska, because they're all Inuit um legends. I feel like they're going to be terrifying. Oh, yeah. Horrifying, for sure. I think there's, like, something about, like, cryptids rooted in, like, native culture. Oh, that yeah. That makes it feel so, like, real. Yeah, definitely. Because, like, you know, Bigfoot, what is he? He just walks around the woods and looks at cameras suspiciously. <laughs> Get out of here. I'll crack open a cold one with Bigfoot. Yeah. He and I will grow it out. Like we're he's good. just one of the boys. He is just one of the boys. These other ones on the other hand, I don't I don't think they'd crack open a cold one with me, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the legend of the wolf woman of Mobile. She like I said, she has not been seen since nineteen seventy uh one. Where April seventeenth, nineteen seventy one. We don't know where she went. I don't I really couldn't find any like anything similar to that specific description. So yeah. I oh. kind of like the wolf woman better than I like hugging Molly. <laughs> there was one other like I won't say it's really a theory. I obviously sometimes Reddit is the best place to go for research. Um, for things like this, because that's people like coming together. So like you could possibly run into like firsthand witnesses or secondhand witnesses, like their father like ran into it. Um, but when I was looking into the Wolf Woman on Reddit, someone there was no like this wasn't a post. It was just like a comment on a post. Um, they said to look up a black bear with mange. Uh-huh. 
which is it makes me feel gross too um mange is like a hair loss type thing yeah. or causes it's hair a, loss and animals hmm? i believe i believe possibly. it's a parasite possibly but this image of a black bear with like mange the only the hair the only hair existing is like right here almost looks like human hair mm, so i could see what they were getting at yeah, yeah. That's, a lot of that's what happens when you do that <laughs> i have a cat to anyone's listening she's or a kitten i have a kitten she's kind of annoying so if you hear me talking to somebody that's not Lacey, not Danny, that's who. It's no one else. Just my, just the cat. Harley, she's sweet sometimes. On occasion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That was fun. That was fun. This is exciting. I feel like uh, this Bailey's research skills have, have made me want to go a little bit more in depth. Not that I didn't try, okay? But Hug and Molly doesn't have a lot going for her. Sometimes so. these are like... Especially ones like Hug and Molly where there's no, like, it's a... Oh, what is it called? It's a lesson story. A, a fable? Yeah. It's not a fable. Is it a fable? Something that has a lesson to it. I would call it a parable, which is completely incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of us is right at some at some point um those are hard because they don't really have like true witnesses um so those are a little bit harder yeah it kind of just depends on like what you're running into i still think hug and molly's a bro so and a lot of these are like they are like local legends a lot of them kind of are passed down through oh yeah vocal tradition so it's 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 harder to find like research on certain cryptids if you don't like know somebody who knows somebody who like saw it yeah and those people are dubbed as crazy so yeah i think it's also a little harder because i have never lived anywhere other than arkansas yeah and so like even if i'm trying to do the research i'm not always familiar with the area I've driven through Mobile, but that's it. I've never stopped. I don't know Port City or Plateau. Yeah. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I have, yeah, I have experience in Alabama simply because I have been to beach. <laughs> mm-hmm. The beach that's closest would be in Alabama. So that's that's the Alabama experience I have. Mm-hmm. So that'll be yeah. a challenge that we kind of run into. But no, we're trying our best, and it's something we really enjoy, and we're looking forward to continuing with all of this. We're also yeah, running. I'm sure, I'm sure we're it'll be better. Out of time on a recording session, so we're gonna have to wrap no. this up. We have hey, less we than a minute. This, this is longer, longer than longer than fifteen minutes. Go us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap it up before my recording gets shut off. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I'm Ben Bailey. I've I've been Danny. I sure have. <laughs> Um, and we'll see you next time yeah or hear you next time you'll hear us next time we're not gonna see you ever (laughs) maybe we'll see but you'll hear us next time goodbye